This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Daniel Van Kirk. Wanted to jump here in the ads to tell you about a show I am doing. It's at Nowhere Comedy Club, which means it's everywhere. It's wherever you are. You can find tickets at NowhereComedyClub.com or at DanielVanKirk.com. And the show is a headlining stand-up comedy show from me with almost all new material, including a story I have never told before in a comedy setting or on quote-unquote stage. So I hope you can make it out. It is Thursday, July 16th at 6 o'clock Los Angeles time. That would be 8 o'clock Rochelle, Illinois time. And wherever else you are, please figure it out. The first 100 tickets are only 10 bucks. Every ticket after that only goes up to 15. So it's $15 a ticket. And there is a meet and greet option, which means 50 people. That's it. We'll get to hang out with me after the show. Talk to me about all the new material you just saw. Maybe we'll do some sort of dumb people town story if you have one of those or a pen pal letter if you have one of those that you want to read. Or we will just hang out and hang for a little bit after the show. Again, and that is the NowhereComedyClub.com or DanielVanKirk.com for my headlining show on July 16th. That's a Thursday at 6 o'clock Pacific time. I really hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey, guys. Do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor. And Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's, uh, there are creation tools that I love it, it that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports. Talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for you. Yeah, or maybe we want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sclabro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two bros, no garden hose. A.k.a. two Jews, no harm and kill bros. A.k.a. one egg, four legs. A.k.a. two ooh, guys, guys, hush, hush, eye to eye. I like it. Uh, A.k.a. two men, one Afghan between them, and A.k.a. we're at my wife's office and she's working behind us with her employee. So, 
you can wave to them, say hi. Uh, they're going to work listening. That doesn't even that makes uh, no sense register. whatsoever. And I apologize, uh, guys. I hope you had a nice weekend, Fourth uh, of July. Thank you, everyone who voted for us. Yes. Uh, if it's early, early in the morning, if it's before ten a.m. on the East Coast, you can still vote for us. Go to tournamentoflaughs.com, tournamentoflaughs.com, and vote for the two of us. Please, 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 stop this podcast right now and go vote for us a number of times, and then go listen to this because uh, we want to move on to the next round of this thing. Uh, so excited that we had a chance to do that and be a part of it, and we just want to keep that train rolling. So thank you, and uh, let's jump into the let's story. Get it. Okay, All right. Right. So look, we we know the perception of personal injury lawyers across this nation. Uh, there's off, often, in my opinion, a, a sort of pervasive feeling that they are slimy. Yes, they're just out for your money. Yep. They are ambulance chasers. They care little for the victims they're helping. They just want to make the money, and most of that, I think, comes from the fact that they're. You know, many of them, that's how they are. I mean, that's just a reality. And we know that because they're on TV all the time. And kind of coming off that way. But the crazy thing is we have a couple of friends, three friends, three separate friends that are personal injury lawyers. They that are deal smart. With that stuff. They are compassionate. They're conscientious people. And so they're anything. One of our buddy, our, our buddy who probably has the biggest uh, PI firm, PI firm, definitely in the Midwest, but maybe, maybe in, in the country. country. You know, he was instrumental in his firm. Uh, was very instrumental in filing a class action lawsuit that really was the basis in the spine of the lawsuit against the opioid, the opioid pandemic that really in many crisis, ways, yeah. crisis that really, you know, solidified a settlement for these people. So and they can be agents for good is what absolutely. we're saying. And our friends. And they can also be good at their job. Right. Uh, they can also be assholes, though. And, well, you know, because of the odds. Right, so, exactly. Uh, so here's a story about a personal injury lawyers who are married to each other. From our hometown of St. Louis. And they are two such assholes. So uh, they're married to each other. You know what they always say. Uh, the couple that pulls guns on protesters together stays, stays together. together. Well, they, they did it. And they went viral. I, I, I'm sure this is not what they had in mind when they no. stepped out of their house with guns. Mark uh, and Patricia McCloskey. Do you remember McCloskey from St. Louis? As like McCloskey a and McCloskey? Yeah, McCloskey. And I don't know. Uh, we're captured on video standing in front of their home. He was holding an AK-47. This is now. And she had a, a tiny pistol. The funniest meme I saw of this was someone on Twitter, and I, I want to give credit where credit is due. I yeah. think it's the something of Steve. I, right, I right. forgot what it was. But the joke was... Uh, Fox News is doing, doing to, to, our, to our parents, parents what they were afraid gangster rap would do to us. Yep. Uh, it's turning them into straight-up gangsters. In their defense, they did not shoot anyone. Let's start by saying, thankfully, they Because did. if they did, then they would inha- then have to defend the people that they shot against themselves because they're personal injury lawyers. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to drum up business. I don't know. And like then they would really have been in trouble because they're probably pretty good. So peaceful protest walks past their house in the street rather than it, rather than watch through the windows inside or call the police out of fear, which peaceful protest. And it's in the central West end in right. St. Louis, which is a part of town where there is the residence. The residences are right next to, or right close to where a lot of shops are and restaurants are and whatnot. So like foot traffic and it's in the heart of the city of St. Right. Louis. It's that's not right. way out in the suburbs. This isn't like a gated community in a far off. Place. You can't be surprised that there's activity outside your house, especially if you've lived in this area. For there, and they're big old, the, the houses, some of the houses are, you know, from, gorgeous old. There's a big park in the middle of St. Louis called Central, uh, called Forest Park, and 
you know, these are the houses from Meet Me in St. Louis from yeah, that exactly. movie and from that time. And so, you know, these are big, beautiful old houses, including the house that the McCloskeys live in. And yet, at the same time, it's an urban area. It's like part of the heart of the city. Right. So, so McCloskeys go out on the front lawn without even wearing shoes and start pointing guns at people. That's got to feel good for them. That's got to be great for business. Yeah. McCloskey and McCloskey taking aim at negligence. McCloskey and McCloskey. We're going to shoot straight when we talk to you. I don't know. I, I look to see if they have local. They have no local commercials. I couldn't find God it. Damn it. And which is such a shame because St. Louis has the best lo- bad local commercials ever. We used to do it in our act. We talked about the Becky the, Queen of Carpet, Wanda Princess, Princess of Tile, Tile. Uncle would, Leonard. The, so Becky Queen of Carpet would fly on a carpet underneath the arch, like a magic carpet. Which, by the way, you're not supposed to do. Like no aircraft is supposed to fly in between. And the arch. and I do like that. Like for a portion of her flying through, she's like. Half the size of the arch, which is six hundred. <laughs> like, don't just try to make her more. I mean, the size that she needs to be as, uh, as a the, woman. It's, right? Don't give her body dysmorphia. And then Steve Mizrani and Joe Fair; those are the best. Steve Mizrani was an Iranian man yeah, with a thick St. Louis accent. St. Louis accent. So that's already great. And his buddy Joe Fair, Joe Farrell, who was and it's Steve Mizrani, and his buddy Joe Farrell was drunk in the commercials. Yeah. And they would do commercials for the decent, decent boy. We used to just do the commercial in our act. I don't even know why people no thought jokes. it was funny. No, no jokes. jokes. Hey, yeah, well, jokes where's Waterbed? Well, wow, they used to do they Come were, on down this Saturday. We got Jimmy the Midget's going to be in the front giving out free two-liter bottles of a clear Pepsi. Hey, come, come on down. And like Joe Farrett always chimed in with not quite the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, hey, we're doing this right, Joe Fair. We are doing it. You could have the hot. You could have the water bar with the headboard built right into it. Bookcase headboard built right head in bar. for the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, so come on down yeah. to the. And he was just trying to hold on for dear life. Whatever he'd had to drink the night before was like, come on down to Wild Warehouse of Water Bed. You ain't sleeping on the water. You water. Unbelievable. These Look, commercials were so good. And we met Brooke Dubbin. Brooke Dubbin was a local St. Louis guy. I, I hope he's still alive. I think he's uh, He did Carol House Furniture because you, you like, like nice things. things. That's what it is. Like anytime there was a natural disaster, he got excited. Light, last Saturday, lightning struck my uncle while he was sitting in this love seat. So, so we're slashing prices. We took it as an opportunity to slash prices. In 2001, the Taliban attacked our freedom. That's why we're going to declare. Declare a war on high prices. Okay. So, look. I I wish these guys had one of those local commercials. They don't. I just couldn't find it. I get it. When a protest comes to your front door and you're against it in every way, you're going to panic and grab your AK and step outside without your shoes on. But here's what you could have maybe done. I'm just going to throw this out there instead of grabbing a gun and pointing at people. You could have hastily made a Black Lives Matter sign, a BLM sign, walked out on your front step and held it up as a sign of solidarity. If a protest was walking by your house, House and you just held up the letters BLM on a piece of printer paper. That's all you need to do. Giant if you're B, scared, if giant you're C, giant L, giant M, hold it up. Woo! 
And they walk right by. The, there's no way they come after you. There's no way, even if they're if they have a violent inclination in their bones, there's no way they come after okay, you. Okay, there you go. All right. I don't think that could have even You could have baked cookies and brought them out. That would have been nice. You could have offered people coffee. That's right. You could have Or you could have stayed in your house and not walked out on your front lawn with guns drawn. Basically anything but what you did. And what's crazy is they didn't even put on their shoes. That's how panicked they were. They're like, it's going down right now. We don't even have time also, to put on shoes. Also, to know where your gun is but not know, know where, where your, your shoes, shoes are. are that tells you everything you need to know about these like people. their finger i can't even imagine these two in court their fingers would be on the trigger ever like the like the bailiff would be like all rise and immediately they'd be like objection so here's the deal it, it, we cannot stress enough that these protesters were not out to get the McCloskeys. They're peaceful. They, and that they were peacefully protesting and just walking down the street in the city of St. Louis, not a posh suburb outside, in a city where you should expect traffic and things happening, especially in these times. And they're, they were walking down the street to get to the mayor, to the mayor's residence or the I mayor's I feel like office. these guys should definitely... The, 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 they should not be threatened with a deadly weapon. They should not be doing that. But the McCloskeys, like, this shows a, a severe lack of judgment. They should be disbarred. Yeah. At, at the very least, they right. should be disbarred. We're not saying they should be arrested. because you. But, by the way, several times in the thing, if you watch the video, they're pointing they're their guns, guns at, at each, each other. other. They could have shot each other. It's so easy. Like, th there is no sense of responsibility. And what's so funny is that... Everyone on the other side against the protest claims that the protest is being so irresponsible. It's the same thing that people claimed about Colin Kaepernick before we realized that he took a very measured and very thoughtful approach to this thing. A peaceful protest it, it, oftentimes, when you're dealing with lots of people, takes a significant amount of organization, forethought, figuring out what the point of it is, and figuring out what is. This is a movement of several people, hundreds of people, maybe not destroying property, down the street towards the mayor's residence to make a statement in the city of St. Louis. Not a threat to you, you self-involved, egotistical, idiot McCloskeys. There and, you go. and they're getting burned for it, and they're becoming memes for or it. Or they could be... They could be arrested for threatening with a deadly weapon, which, you know, which I don't know the law. Maybe the McCloskeys know the law, but, you know, that could cause a lot of personal injury is all I'm saying. It would be great if they if they defended the people that they threatened themselves. McCloskey and McCloskey sounds like a show that was canceled in the 1980s. Yes. It's it like, came on like right after Falcon and, and, and Miss the Falcon and the Snowman. Yeah. Or uh, Scarecrow and Mrs. King or Matt Houston, P.I., well, there was another one like something. Jake and the something. Fat Man, Falcon, or not Fal Falcon Crest, uh, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. And then there was like something and something, like Hunter. Something and, and the Snowman. Hunter and Hunter. No, or something. All right, know. anyway. All right. all right, that's our first story. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, uh, we've got uh, we've got a Bass Pro Shop update. Ooh, all right. Uh, and, and I love it when we ever have, have those. So uh, this is Global Country, the Virus Edition. Stay with us. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you for everyone who's voted for us. Yes. Uh, and thank you for voting during the show. If you're listening to this before 10 a.m. on Monday morning, hopefully we advance. And if we do, we're going to be calling on you to do it all again next week. Yep. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on that. Tournamentalabs.com. Just vote early, vote often. Here we go. You ready for this? All right, yes. Jay, and, we, and go to our YouTube page and, yeah. and subscribe if you haven't done we that. We would appreciate that as well. Okay. And I hope you're liking the new version of these on our Instagram. We're at Sklar Brothers. Follow us. Check them out. Comment 
comment. We love to hear your comments about the show, how you engage with this show, what you like about it, and we definitely take all the feedback. All we right, do. we're not going to come out on our lawn with guns. We're not no. the we're not McCluskey and McCluskey here. No, we're not. Not anymore. Jay, have we ever been doing a, a Bass Pro Shop? I think, I think we I have. have. I think I have, have been to Bass Pro Shop. I bet there are comedy shows at Bass Pro Shops. Oh yeah, like yeah. <clears throat> minor league. Blue collar comedy pop pop ups shows, yeah. We had like near the Zebco rods and reels. How great would it be? And this is where I wish we were blue collar comedians in this instance to get in full camouflage. Uh Okay, face paint everything that the helmet with which is kind of a version of blackface, which I don't love. True, but the helmet with the uh, shrub on it, Uh and you kind of just we blend in to the mural that's being that's painted over uh-huh. by like the boots or something like that. And right. then they, you so see you really blend in and then they announce you to come up on stage and you just kind of come out of the wall and you never mention it. You never make no, it part just of your do act. Normal, just be like, my wife is just killing me right now. It, it just straight up straight comedy. I remember like, didn't in, we at Luna lounge do a thing where the whole time I had a yarmulke on you had, you were wearing a kippa and a head, a Jewish head covering and we didn't mention it at all. We did not talk about it at all. You just turned around a couple times and it was on. I think it would be better if like at the very end, right before we got off stage, I'm, all right, listen, guys, before we get out of here, I have to ask Jay, why are you wearing a yarmulke? This feels strange and weird. Wait, and did you become religious? Without oh my God, me? I forgot. I left this on from last Saturday. That's it becomes or it becomes like a lecture about the end of days and right. how you found religion and how religion has given you a new lease on life and just how people are so close-minded. And Look, I feel a little lost. And you just... now feel like you're safe under the cloak of religion and I argue that's not what really religion is for. And then you called me an armchair secularist. Yeah, why didn't we do that? Why didn't do that? That would have been funnier. That would have been better than just not. And you're way more passionate about, I'm way more passionate about my side of the argument than you. I'm becoming even more of a religious, anti-religious right. zealot, and I'm more judgmental than your stance. And it gets heated with me getting way more heated at you. That right? would have been better. I, I don't know. We, we weren't that developed. And then you take right. a yarmulke off and put it on my head. And right. so you've pat, so saying that I passed God's test. Right. I showed the passion to be as Jewish as I want to be, and then we say goodnight. All right, let's get back to the Bass Pro Shop. We've been to one maybe once, and we love fishing. We've said this before. We went all the time with our dad, talked about it on this show before. There's nothing like catching a fish. I'll say that. It was fascinating. I dreamt about catching a fish last night. So bobbers in the water, you wait. It's patient. It's quiet. You're in nature. You're with your dad or whoever. The second you see the bobber drop, you pull back on the line. On the rod, and you just start. Start And there's just something special about it. Now, some people might hate hunting, and I understand that. They might hate fishing and i understand that we used to catch the fish and give and them to someone who ate the fish and so like who needed it so, right so you're giving food to someone who needs it and that felt in many ways like a good thing so here we were enjoying the time we spent with our dad catching food and then giving it to someone who would then make use of it and i know to vegetarians fine bad but to us it was special and it was quiet and it was great and then on the way back home we used to drive like 50 miles out on the way back home dad would take us to some like country convenience store and allow us to get like a mountain dew a mountain dew or orange crush in a bottle or grape soda in a bottle welch's grape and and then like cheetos yeah like he would allow us to just eat the junk we wanted so badly so like there was that treat afterwards that we could always enjoy it was super fun and we had to so wake up lo- so early to do it so we knew from like you know hula poppers and zebco rods and reels and two pound test lines and all this stuff we understood all that stuff bought worms on the side of a road from a guy who looked like he had been up for three days yes 
just drinking away a marriage that went wrong. And he'd want it like you felt like he was going to tell you all about the divorce until, and you just grab the styrofoam cup of nightcrawlers and just give me the nightcrawlers, man. I really don't want to hear about why she should have stayed. Okay. Yeah. So we liked that on, again, we just, the whole thing about it, there was a ritual to it and it was cool. So, all right. This is the days before Bass Pro Shops of this world. And they're huge. If you love fishing, you love hunting or whatnot, this is your jam. Okay. And I'm pretty sure there's probably like more than one crossbow aisle. If you're like, hey, where are the crossbows? Well, they're in aisles seven and eight, probably someone would say. All right. It's like going to REI if you love rock climbing. They have the best stuff to get and you're overwhelmed with joy if you're at that place. Okay. Yes. Well, you have to check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. We've said that is because there are idiots that show up at Bass Pro Shops. I'm sure. A Louisiana man seen in a viral video swimming inside of a Bass Pro Shop aquarium store has been arrested, according to reports. He was swimming in the aquarium at the store. It wasn't a Bass Pro Shop aquarium store. No, there was a giant aquarium in a Bass Pro Shop store. He was swimming in it. And this idiot was swimming. Okay, so... You have How to, drunk do you have to be to get into You have the, to screw up so badly to get arrested at a Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. Do you know how many people there are teetering on the edge? Look, I think the only way you get kicked out of a Bass Pro Shop is swimming in the aquarium or wearing a mask. Right. <laughs> exactly. You actually have to, in my opinion, shoot people with a crossbow in the dressing room if you want to get arrested there. That's it. So tell us about the city. Or wear a mask. Right. And even then, they'll probably just let you off with a warning. Right. Unless you're wearing a mask, and then they will take you And you're done. Kevin Wise, 26, of Slidell. His name is Wise, and he did perhaps the most unwise thing you could do. There's the irony. Was charged with simple criminal damage to property, a misdemeanor. This is criminal mischief. I'm sorry. And a, a bossier city police department uh, person, spokesperson, said, "In what in the world did he do, you asked, Jay? We said, did he tangle up all the rods before he went no, in? Did he leave live did. bait in the fishing booth? So, you know what but, happened? But this was part of a TikTok stunt, right? I mean, so he went, he yeah, exactly. Did he crap in the waiter pants? No. My, my son loves TikTok my so kids much. Love I TikTok bet he so saw much. this. I yeah. bet he's seen this thing and thinks it's hilarious. And I'm what TikTok Nation did to troll t- Trump at the to like claim that they bought a bunch of tickets and then didn't buy a bunch of tickets, that's okay. I got to give it to TikTok Nation. Yes, yes. That was a good one. So this was the TikTok stunt, all right? Guy went for a swim in the bathroom. Pro, pro shop fish tank. He left behind his mask and his hat. This happened at Louisiana Boardwalk located in Bossier City. So he hoped, he, he hopped in the giant aquarium tank and started swimming. By the way, this is not Casa Bonita in Denver, no, a Mexican no. restaurant with cliff, cliff diving, diving and swimming. No, this is a, you an could aquarium do some, that you don't get into. Right, and you could do some serious damage to, to the, the fish aquarium there. and the fish. Yes. Right, and so it's reckless. This isn't this isn't a Bass Pro Shop based on recklessness. Okay? No, no, they don't. They kind of hold it down at those places. So here's what he said. This is what Wise said. I said, if I get like uh, 2,000 likes, I would jump in the tank, Wise said, according to the station. I got way more than that and didn't want to be a liar. I love that right. a level of teenage George Washington honesty gripped this kid. I cannot tell. I chopped down that cherry tree. Look, this is super important for me. I know this is going to damage these fish, but if I am deemed a liar on TikTok, honesty who is who am I? Honesty is my virtue. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a Nemo fish to sit on. The video posted by Treasure McGraw allegedly showed why swimming Treasure in the store sounds like Tug McGraw's goddaughter, right? Who became a stripper, right? Treasure McGraw is what a country person calls their friend who won't go out because he's looking. She's looking through all of her jewelry. 
like it's pirate's booty. Like, let's go. Come on, Treasure, Treasure. McGraw. We got to get out of here. Out from under there. We got to go line dancing. Let's go, Treasure. We're leaving. The what? car's running. Hey, tre- look, Treasure McGraw's in there digging through stuff like she's out in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Wise was arrested after subsequently returning to the store. So he left. Could have gotten off scot-free, but then returned to the store. Let that was smart. Let me come back in and let me get my mask and my hat. Yeah. You don't come back to the store of a tropi- tropical fish or the scene of a tropical why fish Why was he doing that? Because he got the TikTok. That's that was right. the whole reason why he did it. Did he want to see if people were still talking about how crazy it was? Because there's no way Bass Pro Shop is on TikTok. They're on Facebook, yeah. okay, with a lot of theories about the well, world. Well, they're going to have to clean this tank. How big is the tank? So they 13, got a 13,000-gallon tank? Yeah. So they're they going to clean the tank. How much do you think that costs? $10,000? It feels like it would cost $10,000. Or at least, right? at least a couple Even if thousand. it's just a quick fix, there's probably only one guy in town who lives in his, like, a houseboat. And he doesn't have a phone, so you got to drive out to talk <laughs> to him about it. doesn't have a computer. Right? And he just comes out, Gene, he comes out to fix the thing, and he's like, I don't know, ten grand. That's what it is. Right. And, like, there's no one else to compare and to I only shopper. take cash. <laughs> I will not take a check. And I only take dollar bills. All right. So he drove in. Fled the store. He dove in, fled the store. Yeah, you don't look back. You just leave it. He to- went back. Like, that's such a dumb part of this story. Like, it's a two-person. The TikTok part is dumb. The diving into the thing is dumb. Going back is the dumbest thing this guy could have done. By the way, there's DNA on your mask. So my guess is this guy isn't in the crime system. So even if they found his DNA, it's not going to be in APHIS or AFID or whatever it is. APHIS. He should have to clean up. He, he should, should have, have to, to pay for the tank that he emptied, yeah. refilled any fish that he damaged, and he should have to clean up trash from protected wetlands, in yes. my opinion. Okay, that's, that's a, a good, good punishment. punishment. That's fair. I like that. Maybe even put the cleanup video on TikTok. Yeah. You know, maybe, Do that. maybe he could lie about how he got the thing and then have to be deemed a liar. Yeah. I don't know why this doesn't happen more often. And I can't believe that someone, either a shopper or like a couple, the McCloskeys or someone who were just shopping there, mm. didn't pull a gun out and shoot him as he did it. Yes. Back to the comedy show at the at the Bass Pro Shop, and we'll get out of here. All right. Would be really cool to finish your set in full camo, right? Step back into the wall. And just, they say, thank you very much. Good night. Are you saying the wall right behind the stage? Like, yeah, instead of a brick wall, it's a no, camo it's a wall. Camouflage, it's a wall of like a mural. Right. You know, like they're just like a mural with birds and stuff that people look so beautiful. Those are the birds that people want to shoot. Right. So then he just like says, thank you very much. Good night. And then just like backs Cheers into the back wall into and the just wall. sits there. While other comics Then come. other comics come on stage. Right. And people are like, is he still watching nope. the show? He's not. Because like occasionally. He went to another play. He tranced out. And occasionally his place. eyes just, you know, go back and forth. All, All right. right. There you go. That's a show, gang. That's a show. That's how we do. Thank you guys for supporting this show. Tell a friend, rate and review it. Uh, it's growing, which is really cool. And let us know. Comment on our Instagram if you don't follow us. Rats Stay Club protected. Uh, don't get infected. And uh, we love you guys. Stay connected. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.